And I think that we rush ourselves because we aren't sure when things are gonna happen or what God wants us to do. But the thing is, when you fully partner with God and finally surrender to his will and his timing in your life, I know it's not easy, but when you finally do, when that appointed time comes, you will experience the acceleration that only God can bring forth in your life. Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Okay, girls, so I don't often do words on relationships. I have been avoiding it, and I'm not really quite sure why. I've been like, Lord, there's so many other deep topics to talk about, but I keep getting directed back to this verse. And so this is going to get real personal, ladies. So over the past few weeks, I kept getting slow down in my spirit. And I'm like, okay, slow down. Cool. Like, let me relax. And if you know me personally, you know that I'm a woman of action. Okay. As soon as God gives me an idea, I'm ready to do it. Like, let's go. And I want to see it work. Like, I'm trying to see it work. Right. But God has been impressing on me the past few weeks. I am a God of process. I am a God that honors my timing. He has his own plan. Things have been stored up and prepared for us. Our job is to literally rest and surrender in the fact that he's got it under control, that he does have these things for us, that our desires are not in vain, that he's the one who implants them in us in the first place. So if you have a desire strong, deep in your heart for something, a relationship, a marriage, and you're just unsure, like, okay, is this what God really has for me? What he does. God gives us the desires of our hearts. It is our job to surrender them to him, make sure they don't become idols, and to wait on his timing for him to bring them about because he has a great and mighty plan for them, a plan that will give glory to his name. And so God is working on me with timing and expectation in this season. So what do I mean by expectation? Okay, girl, so maybe it's just me because y'all are a good little saint. But whenever I meet a guy that I have chemistry with, I get very excited. And so it's like, yo, like he actually believes in God. This is actually a prospect. Like you're my husband. Okay, see you there, right? Same thing with like friends. When I meet girlfriends, I'm like, oh my God, like you're my best friend. Nice to meet you. Best friends already, right? That's my immediate reaction to people when I connect to them because I don't often connect to people on that type of level so fast. So I get excited, right? And excitement is not bad. However, false expectations are. And so I find that we place titles on things and on people, and then we expect that person to live up to that expectation of the title we have given without even getting to know them. And so slow down, slow down. It takes process. What does this mean, Lord? What does this mean? What are you showing me? Okay. If you guys are believing God for marriage or if you already are in one, the importance of taking the time to get to know a person, taking the time to actually build trust, 
Build confidence in a relationship you have with this person. Learn what they like. Learn what they don't like. Learn their pet peeves. Where do they like to eat? You know, and I think that when we put an expectation on a person and then that person doesn't meet that expectation, it's not to say they're a bad person, but we're expecting a lot out the gate from a person we don't even hold that much weight with. We're, we're putting demands on a title that we formulated ourselves, not one that God put on them and not one that they put on themselves, right? And so when someone betrays you or if someone lets you down or disappoints you, you're immediately like ruling them out and getting mad at God because you're like, what happened? Like, this is supposed to be my friend. That's supposed to be my boyfriend, right? This is supposed to be my husband. And the thing we're missing is process, building roots planting seed, serving in the current season you're in. And so God was showing me, when you meet a person, allow me to show you who they are. Allow me to show you if they're meant to be in your life. Allow me to show you their intentions. Allow me to show you your assignment in their life because you don't meet people by accident. People can be lessons. People can be tests. People can be lifelong godly friends. Or you're, you're marriage that you're praying for, your husband that you're praying for. But if it is not, if it is a counterfeit person, or if it is someone the enemy has sent to you, or if it is someone that's just there to distract you, you must be slowed down so that you can discern the season you're in with this person. So when you meet someone, what are we supposed to do? How do we prevent ourselves from getting so excited and so ready for something to take place that we're expecting to take place or that we've already placed the title on. We've already labeled this thing without even consulting God. The thing is, most of us put labels on a person and then when they do us dirty or wrong, we get mad at God. But most of the time, God didn't even tell us that thing. God didn't even put this together. And if you had asked God, initially, he would have revealed these things to you. But in your excitement to put things together in your own will and plan, you miss things right? We are blinded to some of the truths that are right there. That's why, you know, our mothers, I don't know about y'all, but growing up, my mom knew exactly which friends were not really my friends. Is it just me? Okay. My mom's discernment is on point, child, because I'm not friends with any of the people that she was like, that's not your friend. <laughs> and the same thing with God. We need God to be in his rightful position in our hearts and our minds so that we are not distracted. You have a purpose on this earth, sis. You have guidance and plans and instructions and places to be at right timings. And you can miss that if you're mislabeling things in your current season. So the verse that I'm going to use for this is Song of Solomon. It's 2 and 7. And Song of Solomon 2 and 7 says, Do not awaken love before its time. Different versions say different things, but in general, it says, do not awaken love before it so chooses, right? Okay, what does this mean, Mick? Like, what does that verse mean? If love is what God says it is, in 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, it tells us exactly what love is. So love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. 
It also protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. And if we know that this is the definition that God honors of love, these things can't be built overnight. Love is patient. That's the very first one. Love is patient. So to develop a true love between you and your friend or you and your future husband, you and a family member, just because you're family doesn't mean you know each other. Let's be real. To develop a genuine connection and relationship with a person, it takes time and process. And instead of labeling people right out the gate because of anticipation or trying to fill a hole, most of the time we're trying to fill a void. And, you know, we'll go deeper in that later. I don't have time today to unpack all that. But the thing is, most of us who are trying to fill voids with people, we place people in positions in our lives who have not earned them or shown us that they can hold up their end of the bargain. So the first thing it says is love is patient and love is kind. It's hard to be kind to someone who has made you mad. Love is not easily angered. It's, it keeps no record of wrongs. Do you know how much you have to love a person to not constantly remind them what they've done wrong? I've been there. Am I the only one that can admit it? Listen, love always trusts. It always hopes and it always perseveres. You have to have a relationship that is rooted in love to uphold what God says love is. And the only way to do that is through process. To go through ups and downs with a person. You don't meet a person and call them a thing and y'all ain't never been through nothing. So then what happens? You develop this relationship. You, you make it official, right? Facebook official. You get married prematurely. And then you go through your first rough time, your first trial. You don't know how this person reacts when they're angry. You don't know how this person reacts when they're hurt. You don't know how this person reacts when they're broke. You don't know how this person reacts when they're unemployed and they lose their job. There are things and positions you need to see people in before you put a title on them in your life. You need to see if they align with who God has called you to be. You can't just fill in positions with people that you meet out of nowhere. Yes, we are called to be kind to people, to show God's love to people, but there is such a thing as boundaries. Jesus went up to pray early in the morning by himself, child, and then would come down and, and deal with his disciples and the people all around. He believed in boundaries around himself, right? And so we are to be loving and kind to people, but we must do it through process. So if you see someone who's trying to get close to you, let God reveal to you their motives, their intentions. Are they an assignment? Is this a test? God will. But the thing is, we are not patient enough to take the time to ask him before we actually get attached to the person. And then what happens is we get attached to this person out of our own will, our own putting things together, because we know better. We are our own God. After you get attached to this person and they hurt you or leave you, you're upset with God. You're mad at him. Lord, why did he leave me? Why did this happen? God did not put that together in the first place. But you would not have wasted this much time if you first found out what type of person this was. If you first allowed God to reveal things to you, nothing is hidden but to be revealed. That's in the word. God will reveal things to you if you give him time and patience. And that is why we need to start appreciating process. And that's not just in relationships, but every area of our lives. But he is really heavily showing me this on relationships because it has somebody, <laughs> me, in a chokehold, 
right? And so labeling people and then creating a false expectation of them based on the title you give them prematurely is what is harming us. Because we are attaching ourselves to this title, placing our desire for this thing on this person, and we don't even know if that person fits the description. We don't even know if that's what they are. We are titling people prematurely, women of God, and then getting upset when God shows us in a way that is hurting us. You know, because sometimes he has to take things away from you. Sometimes he has to cause that breakup because that man is not for you, but you did not ask. You asked after you had feelings for him. And so we need to get in the habit of going to God with people, going to God with opportunities, going to God with whoever's trying to connect to you in this season, going to God with that business idea, going to God with this collab, things you're going to attach to. Why? Because there's things he needs to show you. He will give you confirmation after confirmation after confirmation, but God is a gentleman. He's not coming in there unless you invite him. Do not awaken love before it's time. That means do not rush into a relationship. And like I said, it could be platonic or romantic. Do not place a title on a relationship, a best friend, a friend, a boyfriend, before you know who this person is. Because then it's making you bitter, ladies and gentlemen. It's making you bitter because you keep choosing the wrong people trying to fill this love void inside of you trying to be liked and wanted and needed by people. So you are putting these relationships together and you are putting your desire for marriage on this man that is not even capable of giving you what you need. But you don't see that at the time because you're blinded by your desire. And so what happens is because we have this expectation of this man, this expectation of this woman, who now we've placed in our lives as a friend, as a husband, boyfriend, and they're not even capable of living up to this status in your life. And so what happens? You put these relationships together, you name people a thing, and then they hurt you. And then you blame God. You become bitter. You become bitter towards other people. And so this is what the enemy wants. He wants your heart to be so hardened towards other people that you can't connect because you are unable to take a second step out of a relationship before it even becomes a relationship and ask God, God, is this an assignment? Is this a test? Is this a lesson? Is this my husband? Is this a person you want me to connect to? So what do we do, guys? Because I want to be able to have healthy relationships. I want to be able to connect to people. I want to be able to love from a place of abundance, right? So what practices do I need to adopt? Okay, well, first of all, as soon as you meet new people, take them to God. Lord, who is this to me? Do you want them in my life? And sometimes God doesn't tell you anything, but guess what? Do not move until you get confirmation. And he will confirm. He will confirm. So, so say you don't hear anything. That doesn't mean full speed ahead. That means, okay, Lord, the Lord wants me to observe and use my own wisdom. Because sometimes God is quiet because you already know the answer. Sometimes God is quiet because you have already have the wisdom and discernment to determine if this person's supposed to be in your life or not. Does this person pour love into you like God does? Are you able to be vulnerable with them? Are they trying to get close to you for their own gain? You have the eyes to see. 
But if you are trying, if you are blinded by idolatry of wanting a marriage, if you are blinded by trying to fill a void by having a bunch of friends, you will not see the red flags. Because they're there, baby. Okay? The red flags are always there. So what do we need to do? Slow down. When you meet a person, bring them to God. Lord, who is this person to me? Do you want them in my life? Who is this person? Reveal them to me, Lord. That's discernment, ladies and gentlemen. Placing these false expectations on people and standards for them to live up to because of your inability to take a second and give them to God, it's harming you. Like I said, it's making you bitter, and that's what the enemy wants because when God does bring the one, when God does bring those godly friendships, your heart is so hardened, your heart is so bound up in hurt and pain. Oh, they're just going to hurt me. I don't get along with girls. I don't trust people. I have trust issues. No new friends. You develop all these things. And so when God actually brings you the person that he wants you to keep around, you can't even see it. Because the enemy had you so tied up in your own false expectations of other people. People God never even sent to you. So, ladies, what we're going to do, <laughs> what I've been doing, <laughs> I'm not going to put it on y'all, but if you'd like to join, <laughs> do it. But listen, God has been placing it on my heart every morning. I've been using that screen time app on iPhone, and I have it set so that by the time I wake up, it's already blocked off the apps that I get distracted most by, TikTok, Instagram. Because as soon as I wake up, I was scrolling. You know, I'm on Instagram. I'm seeing all these happy couples. I'm seeing all this comparison. I'm seeing all these gossip and shade room and all this stuff. This is how you're starting your day and you don't even notice it. This is the first thing that's going into your mind for the day. And so I put on the screen time, downtime app. And so as soon as I wake up, that temptation is gone. You know what apps are open? The Bible app, Google, so I can look up things. And the prayer app, because the first thing I do when I wake up is I'll listen to a prayer from the prayer app or the church home app and or I'll pray by myself. But I'm giving God my day. I'm giving God the people in my life. I'm giving God my will and my way for the day. I'm, I'm like, Lord, I want you in today. So whoever I meet, whoever I draw to me, whoever comes to me, whatever comes to me. Please show me if it's of you. Start your day with God. And whether you're able to spend 15 minutes or 50 minutes with him, start your day with the Lord because it sets your mind on discernment. It sets your mind on the things above. It sets your mind on the discipline and patience and kindness of God. And you'll be able to discern better those who you come about. When you meet someone Take them to God. Have patience. Because listen to me. One thing God says is if he speaks a word, it will not return unto him void. So if that thing comes to you in seed form, you can bet that thing's going to blossom. But what you have to do is have patience. And if we are to love one another as we love ourselves, love the Lord our God with all our mind, heart, and soul, we are to practice love anyway. And love is patient. So what you need to do is just stop. Slow down. Girl, slow down. It's making your heart bitter when you're putting these false expectations on people. It's, 
It's hurting you more than it's helping you. So let God be a part of your relationships. So let God be a part of your relationships from now on. I want to pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my sister to you, Lord, praying for her to have heightened discernment and increasing her faith so that her patience may never fail in you. In her waiting seasons, O oh God, may she be so confident in the fact that you are bringing the thing about that she's praying for, that she is not shaken by counterfeits or people that are not for her. I bind up any distractions from the enemy that are sent to harm her in any way. And I pray that only those who you are directing to her come to her. Pour your love into her, Lord, so that she may pour her love into others in a patient way. Help her to appreciate process because you want us to have good, full, loving relationships. And to do that, we know that we need to embrace your process and your timing. And I pray that we embrace all these qualities in Jesus' name. Amen.